0: Welcome back, creeps.
1: Hey y'all.
0: How's it going? We just came back. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice actually. If you <laughs> the microphone. We just got back from uh, an exhausting trip, really, to Ireland. But it was lovely. We were at weddings, we went for walks, we got to see Blind Boy. Yeah, we did. It was actually a really busy couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and it was lovely, yeah. It's nice being home, seeing friends and all. Mm. We had spooky plans, but they didn't go ahead, which I'm fine with because, you know, plenty of time in the future. One thing that I wanted to address before we get into this, anybody who tags us on uh, Instagram, but whose profile is private, Mm -hmm. we don't see that. So uh, we're not being assholes. We just don't see it because it's happened now two or three times where uh, one was just a friend had tagged that she was watching us, Mm -hmm. or watching uh, Weekly Creep. And I only happened to see it because, like, I follow her on Instagram. And then as well, somebody else had gotten one of our stickers. Mm. And I only saw because I happened to follow them on my private page as well. So we're not being assholes. But if you really want us to share it, because we love seeing, like, when you guys listen or, like, get our picked uh, stickers and stuff. So just DM it on Instagram. We can do it anonymously. We'll just show where... You know, where you're at, in at work or whatever. And um yeah. Yep. All right. Have you got a card for us?
1: I do. Uh Today's card is the Six of Swords reversed. Today's message. You don't have to do everything yourself today. You're not alone. There are people that care about you. Adam. Reach <laughs> out and ask for help. It's amazing how comforting a little support can feel. Wow. Sometimes we forget.
0: (laughs) That's um, a pretty insane card, though. Is it? Like it's a very direct card. Yeah. Feels like almost a passive aggressive card. (laughs) You ask me. Um, Anyway, check this out. This is really only for the UK and Irish listeners. Thanks, mom, for the T-shirt. Yep. It's, uh, I don't know how large you were expecting me to be, but it's <laughs> quite. <laughs> I don't know. It's lovely. It's a Tesco value. It's the equivalent of having like a Walmart great value brand t shirt for anybody who doesn't get the joke.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I guess, it, or like a, a food town, maybe. Yeah, actually. Like if you're in the South, maybe. I don't know if it's a food town or like a food town or Foodorama a grocery store. Either way, it's a yeah. very
0: specific yeah joke. it is but yeah i'm trying to think like to be having any other mad stuff thanks for all the love on those spooky pictures that i took uh they didn't intend to be spooky uh one day they'll say i was going for a uh massage
1: it's a facial
0: oh i thought you went for a massage and a know, facial. no it... you went for a facial and a pedicure yes okay it's then, all the fucking same thing
1: it, you'd be surprised at how it's not anyway completely different word too <laughs> I, d- <laughs> yeah.
0: I decided to go for a little walk up the just the hill that's like there i don't know how else to describe it. it's just a little hill with a park and stuff like that um and i was like ah the rain will stop this cloud won't last long and then i ended up just walking through a cloud for nice. about an hour
1: yeah
0: and uh it was lovely it was actually like a very surreal kind of peaceful uh experience and like the funny thing was, like, the whole time I was walking through these creepy woods, I was actually looking for, Um, there's a big building at the top of the hill called the Witch's Hat. It's, like, the local name or whatever, because it looks like the Witch's Hat, or a Witch's Hat. But I was actually looking for a smaller building that, I don't know if it's just my sister's call it this, but it's called the, like, Witch's House. So I was literally walking through this cloudy forest looking for the Witch's House um and yeah lovely i made friends a little magpie followed me or led the way and uh got to pet dogs and stuff
1: like i really it's so easy to come across like those kinds of things in nature which is one of the reasons why i especially like visiting ireland Mm -hmm. mostly why i want to move there
0: yeah uh we're gonna go live (laughs) in the mountains somewhere so if anybody has any
1: but i'm glad you're finally on board So it was months and months of trying to persuade you. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe it's through photography that you're finally seeing what you hadn't before.
0: That and uh, I want to get really into like magical, spooky things.
1: Mm.
0: And I feel like I can't do that in the city. So, no,
1: you're finally Um, ready. High five.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, God, this is probably a very boring intro, but that's us.
2: (laughs) I got to meet
0: uh, lots of like family and friends I hadn't seen in a long time and everybody was like, I've got a ghost story for you. And I was like, well, (laughs) I'm in the middle of somebody's wedding or like we're in the middle of a dinner. Yeah. Like send, me the go, like, send me the ghost stories and I'll put it on, on Weekly Creep.
1: You're like, excuse me, I'm literally at the altar next to the bride and groom. I, yeah. Please tell me at the reception. Yeah. As much as I
0: love <laughs> hearing ghost stories, I was like, oh, my God. like So, of course, nobody sent them to me, but I'm always gagging for a good ghost story. Yeah, you are. Anyway, and oh. some were really cool, actually.
1: Shout out Lee, Emmett, Lorna, and Kelly. Yeah. For being aces at the wedding
0: yeah also katie murphy if you're listening as well uh, appreciate the shout out that really, you give us
1: really nice meeting you guys
0: yeah so anyway speaking of magic and like getting back to nature which is i mean like look at me i'm literally turning into an aging hippie i've got my long gray hairs now oh, well, my belly's getting bigger
1: he is a little lad that likes berries and cream
0: i'm a little lad who likes berries and cream <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even been eating like fully vegan or anything. I ate fish and everything. What a sin.
1: Berries and vegan cream.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm actually just turning into Jack Black, but I want to be <laughs> the uh that aging wizard in the woods. Nice. But today we're telling a story. Um that's pr- like it was literally trending on Twitter last night. Sick. Which was cool. But we always go on about these people. I'm mm-hmm. not going to spoil it right off the bat, even like, it's already been spoiled.
1: Right. Like, if you've heard us mention our lords and saviors, you know who I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Anyway, this is one of the many reasons why we are fangirls of these guys. So, eight years ago, Reddit user Wigged Hiker, Wigged Hiker Throwaway posted the following. Me and a friend found this creepy statue while hiking and now strange things are going on. Anyone know what this is? Last weekend my friend and I went hiking in the Catskills, near Sundown Forest for what it's worth and found this really creepy statue while fucking around in some caves. It has nails in its eyes and a noose around its neck. Looks like it might be old. I don't think it's been there very long but it's weird because this cave was way off the trail. Someone had a fire in there not too long ago. Here's the pics, which I'll have all around us in the video and uh, I'll post on Instagram. The statue really wigged me out, but my buddy decided to take it home with him, even though I told him not to. Everyone says that there's devil worshippers that come out here to sacrifice animals and do their spells and shit, so I didn't want anything to do with this thing. And an interesting side note, actually that place where I was walking that I took the spooky pictures, people used to say the same shit about that. Mm. And my younger sister, I need to verify this, has a friend who says that she saw people up there in robes doing something weird in the middle of the night. Because mm. teenagers also go there to drink. Mm. Anyway, a couple of days later, my friend calls me and tells me that he thinks the statue is haunted because it keeps moving from its spot and he keeps smelling weird stuff. He can't sleep at night because banging keeps waking him up. Now, last night, someone knocked on his door, but no one was there when he opened it. And he's super weirded out. He thinks he has a ghost because of the statue. It must just be a coincidence, but I think he's actually scared. Before we go set the thing on fire, I wanted to see if anyone knows what it is. Anyone ever seen something like this or heard of a statue causing ghosts? I'm on a throwaway account account because I don't want to use my main account for spoopy stuff. Most of this episode is complete quotes from Reddit and an article, uh, which I'll link below. And there was a bunch of comments around this initial post, around 400, I think, and I've literally gone through all of them. People giving good, bad and indifferent advice, but the majority of the comments saying to return it to the original location. And then other more extreme comments being like, you need to burn it and, you know, or like throw it in the bottom of a lake and all this. And the OP, uh, the original poster, replied to some of these saying, quote, dude, we're way too scared to go back there now. My friend just showed up because there's something in his house. I don't want to meet whoever put the statue there. And, quote, fuck, we're way too scared to go back there now. (laughs) The OP then posted an edit a couple of days later. My friend showed up here at like 1130 He's out of his mind and scared. I've never seen him like this before. I'm going to do my best to remember everything he just told me because it was a lot. But long story short, he's sleeping over because something is in his house. We found the statue on Sunday, and like I said, I told him not to take it because it gave me bad vibes, but he took it anyway. He's been an atheist as long as I've known him, so when he told me that something was going on, I thought he was just fucking with me because I know... Because he knows I like to watch paranormal shows, and he's always made fun of me for it.
1: Not cool, man.
0: Yeah, not cool, man. Not cool. It started out as just knocks and banging. But he said that by Wednesday, he started waking up in the middle of the night, feeling like someone was watching. This kept happening through the week, and every time he'd wake up, he would smell a really strong scent like pond water. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff, so he just ignored it until a few days ago when the statue moved from his desk into his living room. He says that every night since Thursday, it's moved into a different room than where he had left it. He thought it was his dog moving around because it smelled funny, but his dog won't go anywhere near it. He says that she's actually peed in the house three nights in a row, and she's never done that. The dog. The dog, yeah, not the friend. I will say, like, pets are a great indicator. Or supposedly, like, we've seen our cats react to weird shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at the same time, we've also just seen them react to, like, strangers, children, and, like, run away and yeah, stuff, you know? Yeah,
1: and hairbands.
0: And hairbands,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Last night, someone knocked on his door at three in the morning, but when he went to open it, there was no one there. His motion lights weren't on, and there weren't any cars in his driveway. He said that he opened up the door to look outside, and that's when he knew he had made a big mistake. Like, he just felt like he shouldn't have opened the door, That's why I made this post in the first place. At that point, I didn't have any reason not to believe him because it had gone way beyond the joke and he actually sounded really, really fucking scared on the phone. He kept telling me that he was going to burn the statue because he knows that something followed him home. Anyway, he stayed up all night and then decided to go to the movies to take his mind off it. When he got home, he said it felt like everything was fine and he decided to finally go to bed. This is where it gets super fucked up. He says that when he woke up, which wasn't until like 10, it was because his dog was barking like crazy. He said the pond water smell was stronger than ever, and when he went out into his hallway, he saw all of these muddy footprints everywhere. Not like shoe prints, but barefoot. All of his doors and windows were locked. After someone knocked on the door, he freaked out and made sure that everything was locked up. So there's no fucking way anyone could have gotten inside sitting in the living room was this fucking statue which had moved again and he says that when he started to go near it he heard someone breathing quote like his grandpa with the tracheotomy he pieced the fuck out and now he and his dog are sleeping in my guest room tonight i've never seen him this scared and he even started crying i have no fucking idea what to do i believe him Because he has no reason to lie to me about this. Because it's gone way too far to be a joke now. I know that everyone says not to burn it or whatever. So what the fuck do we do? He wants me to go to his house to get the statue tomorrow. But I'm too fucking freaked out to take it back to where we found it. Because I don't want to see whoever put it there. Sorry for the typos. I just wanted to write this all out quick. So I know that I got it all. And then one user posted the following. Hey, wigged hiker throwaway. If you're too nervous, that was the username. If you're too nervous to take it back to where you found it, which is completely understandable, I'd be happy to handle it for you. I see someone mentioned my email in the thread, but if you want to remain anonymous, just PM me and I'll give you an and I'll give you an address. Your friend made a mistake, and honestly, it's not like he would know any better especially if he's a skeptic or atheist or was until he made his new friend. These kind of things happen all the time and it gets fixed all the time. Don't freak out, don't burn it, and please don't throw it into a lake. A few things. Were there any personal artifacts near the figure? Jewelry, hair, cloth, you mentioned the fire. Did it look like there were any pictures burned in it? Was there any funny smells in the cave? Any markings on the cave wall? Symbols, paintings, graffiti? Any evidence of the devil worshipping? That's in quotes. You've heard rumours about? Expand on the rumours if you can. Any detail helps. Does the figure have anything carved into it? Check the base. Does it feel, quote, heavier than it should? I promise you and your friend will be fine. It sounds like your friend might have been a bit stubborn in acknowledging that something strange was going on, so... Whatever is attached to the item had to work hard to get his attention. It's just temporary. When you get back to his house, and you should accompany him since you were present when he took the statue, calmly explain to the figure that you didn't mean it any harm and that you're sorry you disturbed it. Then ask it what it needs. Speak to it like you'd speak to any of your elders. You're going to feel ridiculous, but trust me. One of three things will probably happen. Either you'll just sort of understand what you're supposed to do with the statue, it will start acting out again, or everything will just stop. In the event that it just stops, congratulations, you've just calmed a restless spirit. If you suddenly know what to do, go do it. Congratulations, you've just calmed a restless spirit. If it acts up, PM me, I'll help. That said, if the thing you're suddenly, quote, supposed to do is in any way relating to self-harm or the harm of others, or just has a generally negative feeling, wrap it up, put it in a box and think happy thoughts. As tempting as it might be to just throw it away or destroy it, don't do it. There's people who will handle this for you. I've been collecting these kinds of things for a while now, and they're usually just trying to send a message. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody just put it out in the woods because they were scared of it too. I know you've gotten some offers to sell it, and while I can't offer you any cash for it, I'd be happy to take it off your hands so that it can be properly studied, documented, and hopefully understood. I can give it a safe place to live and a guarantee that it won't be destroyed. Whatever you decide, you'll be fine. Just be smart, chill out, and think happy thoughts. Feel free to PM me if you have any questions, need a hand, or just want to offload the statue. Now, That guy in the comments was, of course, the one and only Greg Newkirk. Yes. Of hell your flame. Amongst the dozens of comments, people had already suggested that the two hikers get in touch with the Newkirks because looking after bizarre haunted objects is literally their speciality. A nice sort of coincidence as well was that one of the production assistants from Finding Bigfoot, who had just finished filming with the Newkirks, also happened to see The Post and offered Greg's email also. So after getting in touch, he decided to take Greg's advice, which was just don't destroy it, basically, and if they were truly frightened, to send it to the museum. And two days later, the OP, whose name was Danny, that's all we know, wrote Greg another email. Thanks for the advice. Today we went back to my friend's house to get the statue and return it. When we got there I saw the muddy footprints he was talking about and the whole place smelled like a dog that had just rolled around in the dirt. His dog wouldn't even come in the house. He went to show me where the statue was when he left last night but it was gone. When we found it it was in his hallway and there was a big crack in the wall like it had been thrown there. He swears that he had never touched the thing and left it in his living room. We did what you said and explained that we were sorry about taking it and that we wanted to give it back to the cave and asked it what we should do. I don't know if it was the feeling you were talking about, but we both just felt like we should never go back to that cave again. He said he felt like we needed to send it to you. When we were standing in the hallway talking to this thing his dog started barking like crazy outside and when we went to see what was going on we both thought we saw a woman standing in a dark corner of his living room. She was totally naked, really old and dripping water and her eyes sort of glowed in the dark. She was hunched over near his shelves. We both freaked the fuck out and ran outside and this was in the middle of the day. Whoever it was, wasn't there when we went back in. We grabbed the statue and apologised again, wrapped it in a pillowcase and put it in a box. He's just going to send it to you. To answer your questions, I didn't see any jewellery or pictures or anything by the statue, but there were a lot of leaves covering everything. There was some broken glass and a cup near the fire. My friend says he thinks there might have been some hair on it, but he brushed it off without thinking about it. I don't remember any weird symbols or anything in the cave. There were a lot of twigs piled around the foot of the statue, but that's it. Everyone has always talked about how people go into those parts of the woods to worship the devil and do ceremonies and stuff, even when my parents were kids. I fucking told him to leave it, this statue there because it was probably from some weird ceremony out there, but he never believed in ghosts or the devil or anything. Right now, it's sitting in the trunk of his car at his house, Give me your address and we'll mail it to you tomorrow. If I knew it was going to be this bad, I would never have let him take it out of that cave. Thanks for not calling us fucking idiots and telling us how stupid we are like the rest of the thread. (laughs) This is the whole reason I used the throwaway to begin with. And then the OP posted one final time. Edit 2. Sorry I haven't posted. Things got worse yesterday night, so we sent the statue to the guy in the comments today. So far, so good. Thanks to everyone who actually tried to help and didn't just call us a couple of fucking idiots. <laughs> this is Reddit. You know what I mean? So like
1: Reddit is ruthless.
0: Ah. Uh, people of Reddit are arseholes. <laughs> so I like a couple of observations. When they said that they saw the old woman mm. in the sitting room,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, I'm not disbelieving them. I, I do wholeheartedly believe that they think they saw an old woman in there. Yeah. But the fact that they say we both think we saw an old lady or whatever, Mm -hmm. but then they had all those details.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you think they were just like back and forth and and put this image together? And now in their mind, that is their memory. Like,
1: yeah, potentially, I, I thought what really stood out to me is like throughout this whole like they're relying on their intuition. Yeah, because like. They didn't do any of the advice that Reddit was suggesting, like, you know, burning it, that, throwing yeah, it away fair, like. or anything like that, especially with the atheists. Right. Because yeah. the atheists, like to my understanding, it's just their pure like logic based where it's like if if it doesn't, if science doesn't back it up, but there is no statistical proof of X, Y and Z, then it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah,
0: it's, That's it. And, and that's it. it.
1: So, but I think it's really interesting that this, especially this part in the story where he was alone in his apartment, heard the knocking, opened the door and he closed it and then he automatically felt like he shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's so, like, interesting that there could be something so strong that it's like, I don't care what you believe with your brain. I exist outside of you. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. like, and, and that's one of those things that I've always believed. Like, it's, like, it really doesn't matter what you believe or, like, the construct of what you think happens, like, like in the world. Yeah. What exists out there exists out there. It doesn't think about you. It just exists in its natural state, whatever you decide to perceive it as. That you know is, what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's, that's really deep, actually. And, like, at its core it's like this is just what magic is right like or whatever you decide that you want to call this belief like
1: yeah and it's um, like this
0: belief not disbelief
1: and it's kind of cool in a sense because it's like just like everything else um in the collective like like it's cool to to know that there are things out there that we've will probably never come across in our lifetimes that are So, fuck, like we don't even know the nature of it because we can't see it, because we can't perceive it with our human eyes, but they exist out there and we can't possibly begin to fathom what they are, what their nature is, but they're out there, you know what I mean? It's out there, but I don't know, like, I think it's really cool how, like me, I think everything and everyone is connected, so it's kind of cool that we are connected to something so Old. old. yeah.
0: Yeah and like I do I'm not just going to say what she said but yeah I like I do totally agree with that like um and even down to like so the thing with the the door specifically like when he just knew fuck yeah I shouldn't have opened this door yeah immediately it set off bells for me I was like black eyed kids vampire all this lore yeah and now I'm like oh shit yeah these are from like a lot of fictional stories as well
2: mm-hmm.
0: but maybe there is something to that so if i ever get a knock at the door in the middle of the night i'm actually just not going to open it now
1: yeah same. like do you know what i mean just yeah. straight
0: up whereas before i more than likely would have now based 95 percent of this story which i feel like proves the rule like you know what yeah. I mean? don't open the fucking door right um but then one last thing as well before we move on her eyes sort of glowed in the dark. Mm. And this might just be me going completely way off. But I think that has something to do with the nails in the statue. I think that might have something to do with it. But again, this could just be their projection of what they thought was in there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I might be reaching when I'm I'm saying like the, the glowing eyes, but um, like in a lot. Of, and I'm not saying all of Nuke's top five videos are true. Mm hmm. But, uh, like I have, like there are some things that are. I think it's interesting how, like, I think the like beings that are caught on camera, like in the woods, or like, yeah. you know, uh, like faces that have no bodies that are caught, like for some reason, they light light reflects off of their eyes.
0: Yeah, and I do again. This is actually from a nuke's top five or slap ham or something like that. But I do remember hearing like this random fact that they were like saying that people's human eyes don't do that because they don't have a specific thing in their eyes. Like cats. Yeah. So the reflection actually comes from something that allows animals to see better in the dark. That could be absolute baloney, but I am going to look that up after this to...
1: To verify. To verify it. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Like, and again, just the whole glowing eyes thing. it, It is just an unnatural...
1: It's not thing. human, yeah. basically. But yeah, you're right. We, we, we're, we weren't there. And that's a very like, uh, pointed or distinct thing to remember.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, th- that whole description, like this wet old hag or whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Basically, the old lady from The Shining, I, I feel like is what oh, they saw. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: yeah, that's true. So
0: like for just a split second, that's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the story doesn't end here, obviously. The Newkirks collected their new friend from their P.O. box and in what they described as just another day at the office, brought it back to their HQ, which was at the time at least just their house, Mm. as far as I know. I think a rented house as well. I think like somebody else lived in the other half of this house. Mm. I'm curious about that now. If I ever get to talk to them, which hopefully I will, um, I am going to ask their neighbors (laughs) ever have any complaints or anything. So,
1: That's a valid question, Yeah, because they do have neighbors.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? In the
1: duplex, yeah.
0: So they took pictures, measurements, wrote some brief notes of the description, and then they just left it in the office and went out to run errands, because this is literally what they fucking do probably every day at this point. Later that evening, while they were chilling and watching a movie, they heard a commotion in the office, which they assumed was their two cats fighting only to discover that the office door was shut tight and the cats were actually hiding in a bed, hiding under a bed in another room. The office was seemingly untouched, so after finding the cats, Greg walked back in to check again and, quote, almost stepped on Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) The next bit is directly from Greg's article, which, uh, like I said, I'll link in the show notes and stuff. Lying on the floor was a plastic figurine of Christ, normally found nailed to a crucifix. As I turned him over in my hands, I realised that he was missing an arm. On the complete opposite side of the room, swinging silently on a cross, hung in the corner, was Jesus' missing, append- missing appendage. Something had not only managed to pull Christ from the crucifix without removing it from the wall, it had thrown the figure across the room. I've still never been able to find the nails from Jesus' hands and feet. Sitting directly below the now desecrated cross was the Crone. Which is the name that they gave it, I think, based on the guy's description of Mm. this old lady. And also, now we know that the crucifix on the wall was held on with one... Like, it wasn't glued to the wall. Like, whatever broke this would have had to, like, basically hold the thing. Yeah. Break the little mini Christ off. And, yeah, or put the cross back, whatever. So they immediately set up a trail camera, which, for those who don't know, is a type of camera that is typically used by hunters to identify common trails for different animals, but it can be left unattended for long periods of time and will only take pictures when its motion sensor is activated. I'm not an expert on this either, but I think that the movement has to be fairly significant Mm. to actually trigger those motion sensors. Like, otherwise every insect would like just set them off constantly. Because people usually leave these in the woods Mm -hmm. for months on end. I think a lot of people are just like, I just wanted to see the deer on my land, you know? (laughs) Or Bigfoot.
1: Or they wanted to see like what's eating their crops or dumping their garbage cans over.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also black-eyed kids.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I remember that video that this black-eyed kid got caught on camera. That shit was scary as fuck.
0: We actually used a couple of them in our black-eyed kids episode which might have been a patreon thing i'm not sure Mm. so for nearly two months greg and his wife dana checked the camera's sd card every morning with no results until march 2nd between three and four in the morning when they found the camera had taken three images again i'll have this in the video but for those listening you can see clearly a bright light anomaly in one of the photos which appears to be moving out of frame i think it's actually in two it starts off in the top of one and is moving down and out now i'm trying to refrain from using the word orb because an orb picture and orbs in videos generally just seem to be reflecting light back at the camera whereas this actually seems to have its own pretty strong light source illuminating the entire room like a little bit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. enough that the camera Picks it up, yeah, and like you can see the difference in the lighting between the the pictures. Anyway, when the Newkirk stitched the three pictures together, they noticed that the light wasn't even like the cool part. The fucking crown statue moves, not much, but it definitely moves a tiny bit and then back to its original position. And I will argue with the one naysayer on Reddit who said that. It's just shadow and light making you think that it's moving. Fucking idiot. And the light is clearly a firefly or some bullshit. I've heard it said so many times, especially more recently, that like sometimes skeptical arguments are so much more ridiculous than just <laughs> saying, fuck, I don't know. Like Maybe that actually is paranormal yeah. because I'm not an expert as opposed to being like, this is exactly what fucking happened anyway i'm just assuming that this guy was australian no offense australian listeners my argument with with that like saying oh it's just a light like a firefly or whatever making it look like the statue is moving the noose that the crown statue has around its neck that's the bit that gets me like because you can actually see that changing place in the thing yeah i mean that anyway a few weeks later and Dana calls Greg into the living room, wondering why he had stood on the couch after showering. He hadn't showered for hours, and definitely hadn't been standing on the couch, but there was definitely wet spots on the couch that I will say may or may not have been footprints. Like, it was wet spots. Yeah. She just said that they were footprints. Over the next two weeks or so, the stench of pond water stuck around the house, as well as a sense of paranoia and dread, eventually becoming so intense that Greg felt the need to confront this entity. Now, apparently, this is like a common enough practice in the Newkirk household because they literally share their house with a bunch of potentially haunted things. And their approach to dealing with these outbursts is typically pretty chilled out. Like, that, they say it's similar to just dealing with a shitty toddler. Like, if they think it's going to be a tantrum, they'll just, like, you know, leave it be let it run its course, they'll tire themselves out. But if they continue the bad behavior, then they'll be put in time out. So Greg grabbed the statue from the office and planted down on the living room table before telling this thing that they're more than willing to live in harmony with it as long as it plays by their rules. Saying that if they had left it with the hikers, it would have ended up burned or at the bottom of some lake. Or as he said, probably worst of all, taken by some priest and left sitting on a shelf in a church somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He finished his speech by saying, If you've got unfinished business, we'll help you put it to bed. But if you don't treat us respectfully, you're going in the box. (laughs) And the box is quite literally a padlocked little chest reserved for items that won't settle down or things that show extreme malevolence. And Usually this threat is enough and... Activity calms down, but, you know, not this time. And, like, I will say, maybe it's from watching people like the New Kirks Like, that is... When people reach out to us, which they do occasionally, I feel like I give the same advice every time, but it is just that. Like, just speak with, like, clear intentions kind mm-hmm. of thing. And just say, like, hey, this shit is scaring me. Stop. Yeah. Or you have to leave now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean shit if if it if that hasn't been working for people they also haven't been reaching out to say (laughs) you know um if things got a lot worse and if that's the case then i'll give you greg newkirk's email yeah seriously so anyway this the next little bit is just directly from greg's article again as soon as i uttered the magic words dana sprang up from the couch drawing my attention to the rushing to the sound of rushing water from the other side of the house We dealt with a broken pipe in the recent past and the sound of water spilling onto our laundry room floor was a panic-inducing noise. We rushed toward the sound, only for it to cease as we entered the hall. There was no water. But behind us, back in the living room, we could hear the dull thud of something hitting the floor. The crone had managed to roll off the coffee table and under our television stand. As I knelt down and reached under the stand to grab the carving, Dana yelled out and rushed to my side. When I turned to look at her, she was propping up the television with both hands. The screen had nearly fallen directly onto my head. As we shared a brief look of fear and agreement, three loud knocks reverberated from the living room wall, rattling the picture frames and flickering the bulb in the single lamp providing our room with light. They wrapped the statue up in the pillowcase that it had arrived in and locked it away in its very own box, which seemed to stop like most of the activity almost instantly, although they did say that like the shadowy presence and I think that feeling of paranoia Mm
2: -hmm.
0: never really went away, like never truly went away. And after that, the statue would only be taken out when it was being put on display at an event with their traveling museum. But people had extremely visceral reactions to it. Burning sensations in the eyes, smelling the foul stench of standing pond water, And the same dark, ominous feeling that the Newkirks felt in their own home. Like these were the most common experiences, along with like well-known psychic mediums wanting to exercise it. And generally just saying like, this is major bad news bears. Like, es no bueno. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning. As the Newkirks are want to do they would set up the crown on a video stream where their museum members could watch it from the safety of their homes. Although even then, people claimed to experience bad things. The last update on Greg's Week and Weird article, which was released a few years ago now at this point, was a message from one of these stream viewers. They wrote, About 4.40ish this morning, I woke up to the weight of someone sitting on my back. I figured it was our two-year-old daughter. That's how heavy it was. When I moved, I actually felt each leg-like limb extend and slide off of me. My body was flushed with heat and broke out into immediate goosebumps and sweat. A few moments later, there was a loud bang, followed by by my two dogs running to the living room from their beds in in our laundry room. But the worst part of this is, prior to waking up, I was dreaming that a woman was whispering in my ear that Greg has swallowed the missing crucifix nails. That she dropped them in his mouth while he was sleeping. That's why I wrote to you guys. I'm taking everything with a grain of salt, as I know you will. I just wanted to share why I'm not going back to sleep tonight. I have learned to ignore and listen to spirits as needed, but that one was so specific that I wanted to tell you. She's very proud of that. On its own, it's a fairly, like, that message is fairly easy to just brush off, right?
1: No. Well, not,
0: like, obviously, <laughs> because it's... Because
1: it's so specific.
0: It is very specific, but the story was out there for public knowledge. Yeah. Like, even at the time, like, Greg updated six months after the original Reddit post. Greg came back and updated again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just to let people know, basically, everything that I've just told you, like, he posted that article. And... So, like, it's not that people didn't know that there was missing nails, but, again, a very specific thing, yes. But, according to Greg, just days after the crone came into their possession, he came down with severe stabbing pains in his stomach, which lasted about a week. Now, Greg leaves it to us to decide whether he ingested these nails, but from going through the buttload of comments on Reddit, I've gathered that... Uh, Nails is maybe not the best term Mm. Pins, I think Maybe a better word to use Because they were Like the small little ones That literally held the Jesus Onto Mm. the crucifix Mm -hmm. You could definitely swallow them Mm -hmm. And he jokes to one Redditor Quote Unfortunately the professional monster hunting gig Comes with terrible insurance benefits Otherwise I'd have gotten it checked out
1: Yeah, because fucking x-rays are ridiculous
0: (laughs) Yeah But it was just like one of those things he's saying, like, I'm not saying that this fucking random entity put these things in my mouth and I swallowed them. But I did happen to have awful pains and like people have passed much bigger objects. Yeah. And probably much spikier objects, too. So
1: hopefully it's not
0: impossible, I guess.
1: Hopefully it was just a dream.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And then as far as I know, Danny had never gotten back in touch danny was the original poster so after he mailed or his friend mailed the statue um but actually as i was writing this last night the documentary was yet to be released so i was thinking maybe danny did get back in touch Mm. but he didn't as far as i know
2: yeah
0: so or as far as they let on in the documentary so yeah this dude just posted it was like all right that's fucking it But again, this is not the end of the story. There was so much more in the documentary. It's called The Unbinding. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. This is probably not the last Like we'll speak of it. Uh, Hopefully not. I mean, like that. Maybe in the future we will end up getting the new cracks on and we can have a good old chat. But a lot of the information in this episode is kind of 50-50 directly from Reddit uh, because you can access the original threads and all that, which is really cool um and then the most the rest of it was from greg's article on weekinweird.com, which mm. again i'll link below because it's firsthand information yeah you know yeah. and then but what i will say is don't bother going through all the comments on reddit like you can if you want but there's no real extra information in there mm. just a lot of shitty naysayers and uh certifiably insane people. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Saying like, it's the demon. It's come back. Yeah. It's all your fault. New. That's Kirk's. what I was
1: going to say. Like, Well, no, I was going to say like, you can post anything and, you know, there'll be that one person that tells you to just unalive yourself or something.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, there was some comments that had been removed. Like, the thread is locked now for the last, like, few years. Uh Like, this all happened in 2016. But the amount of comments on there that were just like, fake, fake, mm-hmm. fake. And they're like, You're an asshole, first of all, because even if it's not 100% true, if this person is going through something, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like you just showing up and being like, this is fake. Yeah. You know, you're like... It's
1: like, well, this person's asking for advice. Yeah. (laughs) Because they need help.
0: Yeah, or they feel they need help at the very least. So, correct, like that. We take, and I know the few podcasters that we know and like chat to on the regular all have the same uh attitude like if if you're experiencing this thing we're gonna believe you like yeah whether we believe it or not yeah we're gonna believe your experience correct and uh
1: and that's just how it is yeah
0: give you the best advice that we can
1: yeah so please please it's the best like how much is how much was the movie
0: oh it's on prime and google but yeah you can Prime, Google, and something else. But just search the unbinding. It was $10 to buy it. You can rent it for like 4
1: Listen, it's the best freaking cup of Starbucks coffee you'll ever buy. Fucking like fast food meal. (laughs) You know, like because nowadays they're like $10. But like it's the best money you will ever spend this year. And that's like no lie. So do yourself a favor because I love you. And I'm looking out for you. Fucking buy this movie or rent this movie. And fucking, you know, thank yeah. us for fucking recommending it. Because Yeah, seriously. no,
0: seriously. Because, like, we always harp on about uh, Hellier and stuff like that. But uh, one of the jokes about Hellier is that it's just um, a reading list. And from Hellier, I have read so much material mm. that has blown my mind and has definitely turned me into, a, like, a hardened skeptic of modern paranormal beliefs I think mm. but it's really nice because these guys are at the forefront of this like this is going to sound really cheesy but like the change in the entire paranormal landscape like
1: yeah it's like they're trying to bridge different fields of paranormal you know yeah. just fields basically They're they're bridging these different fields like you know Bigfoot UFOs uh, ghosts, spirits, whatever, they're bridging the gaps and just spreading the, like, pushing the message that maybe these don't have to be divided and maybe they're all yeah. connected, which makes perfect sense to very, me.
0: Yeah, very much like the John Keel um, belief, but like, that is one thing I will say in the comments. Mm. There was, like, some people were just saying, like, oh my god, like, I had an encounter with a demon just like this. And um, You know, blah blah blah, and then New Kirk would be like, "You sure it wasn't Bigfoot?" (laughs) And then, but like, would also back up his like argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, anyway, guys. So go ahead. Also, they have like the if you want to have access to the museum. Mm. Uh, it's all on their patreon and stuff like that so just look up the new it's,
1: it's yeah it's money While well, like yeah, support- we're actually
0: going to go see them next week
1: supporting their museum supporting their research supporting them in a the way of buying the movie renting the movie it's all that money is going to a good cause because like these guys have so much experience they're yeah. it's just it's money well spent and yeah. they're sharing their knowledge with us they also have a podcast called haunted objects where you should absolutely check out yeah like we can't say like enough, enough things about yeah. them
0: so basically we're not stealing their thunder but also you should sign up to our patreon oh, because yeah. we have a load <laughs> of videos on there so two dollars a month bob's your uncle fanny's your aunt leave us a rating and review it's so nice to be
1: back if you end up checking them out or you know seeing the movie uh let us know what you think of it because i'm curious to know as well
0: yeah, I would. And if you're a naysayer, let us know why.
1: Yeah, let us know why. Yeah.
0: Okay, bye. But don't just say
1: fake. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't just say fake. Give us good fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> Not a firefly has broken into your house Yeah. Night. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>